A. Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. That is my adult exotic dancer name. <laughs> Just kidding. That's my pen name that I use at LOL Sober. I went to my local airport the other day, and as usual on the on the drive up close to the airport, all the signs outside the parking garage said it was full. But there's always a, at least a few open spots on the very top level. So I drove right past the signs, and I turned into the parking garage anyway. Um, then I got to the front of the actual entrance to the parking garage, and for the first time, there were four cones spread out blocking the entrance. And it was clear at that point that the airport meant it this time, that the garage was off limits. But then I noticed one of the cones was knocked over a little bit, and there was a car up ahead that had squeezed through in front of me. And I paused for a moment because it was, it was pretty obvious that the airport did not want people driving into the, that parking garage. But in the distance, I saw the guy ahead of me. He pulled up and got his ticket, and he drove into the parking deck. And clearly, he was not supposed to be doing that. So the right thing to do was to follow directions and head over to the, the nearest open lot. And so I, well, <laughs> well, I, f I followed the guy into the garage, okay? I drove through the cones and <laughs> ignored everything that I was supposed to be doing. And uh, I found a bunch of spots, maybe 20, 25 open spots as I drove around the, the parking garage. And so I used that to justify that the, the garage should have been open. You know, they, the signs were wrong. Those cones, they, they should have been knocked over. So I, I pulled into a spot and I went into the airport. No harm, no foul, right? Except I have to be very, very careful in situations like this. It is a small thing. I know it. I know it is. I know it sounds very microscopic in the transgressions uh, you can commit in this world. But that's how every bad thing I've ever done in my life started. It all started small. It all started with me saying, well, I'm justified. I'm justified because of X, Y, and Z. And I always found the X, Y, and Z to explain why my behavior was okay. My behavior it's a little different than the rules for everybody else. Always. I always found those reasons. Always found the excuses. So and that so that's dangerous. And it, it is an infectious disease because once I once I'm breaking a rule, why not bend that other one too? You know, maybe maybe ignore that other rule. Pretty soon I have I find I, I'll just have rationalized a bunch of bad behaviors. It spreads like wildfire. In that airport situation, I couldn't help but laugh and shake my head about the role of the other guy. <laughs> you know, and I've had so many times in my life where I've kind of wanted to do something I shouldn't. And then once I saw somebody else do it, it was like, hey, you know, every this everybody's doing it. So I can too. In my addiction days, that meant I always just found somebody else who was out of control with drugs and alcohol, and I used that person to help normalize my behavior, whether it was other, with other people or just with myself. You know, I'm not as bad as Frank over there. You know, as long as I had one, at least one constituent, I was in the clear, you know. In sobriety, it's less terrible behaviors, but it's still the same justification. It's the same process. You know, the worst day-to-day -day example in my life a lot these days is gossiping and shit-talking. You know, if you start railing on Biff from accounting, 
I will think in my head, don't get sucked into this. It's not, why? Why would you chime in? It's not good for your spiritual condition. And it's not nice. You know, you don't want to be that version of yourself. Then I immediately join in on dumping on Biff. You know, what an asshole, you know. The other day his fly was down and his shirt had a grease stain on it. What is he doing? Like crushing Taco Bell on the way to work every day? Like what the fuck? Listen, I understand um, that nobody ever had to go to rehab for goofing on coworkers, but I also think a lot of people at rehab started out probably with some minor spiritual transgressions and progressed to medium-sized bad behaviors and then large bad behaviors and then extra-large bad behaviors. And I bet lots of those people found examples of other people doing worse just as a justification, you know? I know that's what I did. I know I should limit it to me. I, I know that's how it worked with me. I started abusing painkillers right at the beginning of the opioid crisis, and I kept seeing the headlines and thinking, see, this is totally normal. Like, everybody everybody changes dates on prescriptions and steals painkillers from their wife after she gave birth. I'm fine. This is, like, all the rage. <laughs> I was I was going to... I was going to end this by saying that I need to be careful about caving to peer pressure, but that's the wrong way for me to look at it. That guy in front of me at the airport parking garage, he didn't tell me to follow him. He didn't guilt trip me into following him. I, I told myself that. So that's not really peer pressure, is it? That's me finding an asshole that will help me to be an asshole too. <laughs> and I'm realizing I probably shouldn't be doing that, should I? Ah, thank you for letting me share.